The Aussie and Kiwi dollars are opening a bit stronger this morning after the RBA's hold decision yesterday was a touch more hawkish than some expected. That's coming up in our five things in five minutes. And then in our deep dive interview, ANZ New Zealand economist Andre Costain says the Reserve Bank's proposed loosening of loan-to-value ratio restrictions is expected to boost demand for housing later in 2024. We expect that to support demand in the New Zealand housing market over the second half of this year, modestly so, with the easing of those restrictions allowing some more people to be able to get into the property market. But first, in 5 and 5 with ANZ, global markets are in a holding pattern this morning ahead of a bunch of speeches from Fed decision-makers. The focus in this part of the world, though, was on the Reserve Bank of Australia's decision yesterday to hold its cash rate at 4.35%, but with a hawkish tinge. That nudged the Aussie dollar up to 65.17 US cents by 5am Sydney Melbourne time from 64.78 before the RBA decision. The Kiwi edged up to 60.72 US cents this morning from 60.53. ANZ Head of Australian Economics, Adam Boyton, says the RBA kept its tightening bias, albeit watered down a bit from the end of last year. In the statement we got from the bank yesterday, they did say, and I quote, a further increase in interest rates cannot be ruled out. That's, I guess, the hawkish part. Uh, We also got some dovish news from the Reserve Bank yesterday, most notably in the forecast for inflation Uh, that were also released, and here they have inflation come the middle of 2026 at 2.6 for both headline and also the trimmed mean, which is the core measure of inflation they often target. So uh, the forecasts were a little dovish, uh, potentially, not hugely different from what we were thinking. Uh, The post-meeting statement and that tightening bias uh, a little hawkish, Uh, That was what we were kind of looking for. But overall, I think you'd say the super tanker that is a central bank is is starting to shift. Number two, Adam still sees the RBA waiting until November before cutting the cash rate. I know that sounds like it's a, a long way away. I guess what I'd say is there is a substantial income tax cut coming in Australia on the 1st of July, and that makes Australia potentially a little bit different uh, to other developed economies. Uh, We are going to get easing around mid-year. It's just going to be fiscal or a tax cut, not interest rate cuts. So we're still thinking November for the first interest rate cut from the Reserve Bank. And look, nothing we got from the Reserve Bank yesterday changes that. And indeed, if anything, I guess the caution at the bank on declaring victory against inflation early Uh, means that they will, uh, I think, ultimately be a little slower to start easing than what the market might have been looking for. Number three. So markets are still seeing more and faster cuts than the RBA is suggesting. They did trim their expectations of cuts a bit, though, after the RBA's decision. That's support of the Aussie dollar a bit. Here's Adam again. Market expectations for when the first rate cut might start and and how much we might get this year have just been pulled back a little bit, but not necessarily dramatically so. But on balance, look, I I think what we got from the bank was a bit more hawkish than what uh, the market might have been looking for. Number four, Australian retail sales volumes for the December quarter showed ongoing softness, especially on a per capita basis, as consumers battle high interest rates and the cost of living. 
they were down 3.5% from a year ago. The second half of 24, though, is looking better, says ANZ Australia economist Maddie Dunk. Through the first half of this year, we think that retail spending is going to remain relatively soft. Households are going to continue to deal with a number of those pressures on their budget that they've really been grappling with over the last year or so. So high inflation, elevated rates, and also higher tax payments. But as we move into the later half of this year, I think things should improve for most households. So we'll see that many households are going to get a tax cut. We're also expecting some more fiscal easing to come through in the May budget this year. And then we're expecting a rate cut in November, which will also support many households. Number five, New Zealand jobs and wages figures for the December quarter are due later today. Unemployment is expected to rise to 4.3% from 3.9% as tighter interest rates over the last 18 months bear down on the labour market. Here's ANZ New Zealand economist Henry Russell on why it probably won't be a game changer for the Reserve Bank. The labour market is broadly evolving as they expect. And we have seen a sharp easing in capacity pressures, which is a necessary condition for domestic disinflation. That might not have flowed through to the extent the Reserve Bank would have liked, but when we look down the pipeline, there is plenty more to come. And so we think they're likely to hold in February. Henry Russell there. Now, in our deep dive interview, ANZ New Zealand economist Andre Castain takes a closer look at how interest rate cuts and changes to the Reserve Bank rules on mortgage lending are likely to push up house prices around 2% in the second half of the year. Because right now, things are soft. In the December property market data, the overall market looked relatively soft, with Auckland in particular looking softer than the rest. House prices nationwide fell 0.3%, and in Auckland they fell 0.9% in December, with Auckland uh, sales having notched up their third monthly fall in a row. Auction clearance rates in Auckland as well down quite a bit, and that means that they're starting to drag nationwide uh, house price figures with them, and so nationwide house prices have been relatively soft over the back part of last year. Why do you think there's the softness at the moment? Because there's been a change of government which uh, has promised to change the tax situation for rental property investors. There's been very strong migration and falling housing consents. Um, what's, what's, what do you think's going on here? Affordability still remains a large challenge for a big portion of New Zealanders. New Zealand property prices relative to incomes are still fairly elevated. They they improved a bit um, in terms of affordability when house prices fell through 2021, but they're still relatively high by international standards. Interest rates in New Zealand are also quite high. In New Zealand, a homeowner typically fixes for a one, two, maybe three-year mortgage compared to the United States where it'd be 30 years or in Australia where they tend to be floating. So that means that In New Zealand, those one, two and three year rates haven't fallen as much as in the United States yet because the interest rate cut expectations uh, haven't flowed through as aggressively in New Zealand yet and they're a bit shorter term. There's been some changes uh, proposed to the loan to value ratio uh, restrictions 
and the introduction of a debt-to-income multiple uh, restriction. How do you think that might affect the market, particularly in the second half of the year? The Reserve Bank of New Zealand has had loan-to-value restrictions for around a decade in New Zealand. They've proposed introducing debt-to-income restrictions. Um, However, those restrictions won't be binding for some time, given house prices aren't increasing a lot at the moment. As part of introducing those debt-to-income restrictions, the Reserve Bank in New Zealand is proposing to loosen some of the loan-to-value restrictions uh, for owner-occupiers and for investors. We expect that to support demand in the New Zealand housing market over the second half of this year, modestly so, with the easing of those restrictions allowing some more people to be able to get into the property market. Andre Castain there. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was 5 and 5 with ANZ for Wednesday, February the 7th. Catch you tomorrow with a review of those jobs and wages figures in New Zealand and a look ahead to the Reserve Bank of India's decision on Thursday night. This podcast contains general information only, not investment advice. You should obtain advice for your personal circumstances before making any investment decisions. Please view the podcast disclaimer available via your media player or email.